The KCLR Daily with Brian Redmond on air, online and on smart speaker. We've got lots to do and lots to get through and I'm going to start this morning um, by talking politics because yesterday evening um, Labour picked its candidates for the local elections and two of those candidates have joined me in studio. Bright and breezy this morning, Sean O'Hara gone and Andrea Clear. Um, You're both very welcome in. Thank you. Andrea, late night last night? No, not late. No, it was a nice uh, group that gathered in the clubhouse and we had a few chats and a social beverage afterwards and we we kind of went about our business then. Um, Sean, uh, nights like last night, is that just a rubber stamping and official sealing or is there still actually um, some canvassing, if you like, to be done at that stage? When does the vote actually take place? Well, the vote is going to take place, we're told, on the 8th of June, um, say the 7th or the 8th, I can't remember the exact date. Uh, the European elections and the local elections will be taking place on the same day. But in terms of last night's vote, uh, nominations closed yesterday at 12 o'clock, so I'm not sure about Andrea, but I'd still be nervous up until 12 o'clock as to whether somebody else might come out of the woodwork but in our case the party had decided there would be two candidates uh, for the party in Kilkenny City so at 12 o'clock yesterday we both knew that we were we both knew that we were there and that we had been accepted as candidates and then we also had last night which was very nice we had Tomas Bernock's mm. uh, selection convention for uh for South uh, Kilkenny as well. Um, nobody has contested against Tomás and the Labour Party for a long time because he's an absolutely brilliant councillor, you know, 25 years on Kilkenny County Council. And, and uh, we will be hoping, as, as Andrea said and I said last night, we'd love to have a slightly bigger team with him after the local election so that we have a Labour group again in, uh, in, in Kilkenny County Council. Um, but, you know, that's, that was the atmosphere. But apart from that, we had our families there and my dad and my sister travelled from Kerry, which is very nice. And um, Andrea's family were there. And, you know, it's also about meeting with, with friends, party, political friends um, as well. So it was a good night. Well, we've also uh, been joined on the phone by the man that you just mentioned, Tomás Bratnock. Um, Tomás, uh, you're very welcome along to the KCLR Daily. I don't know whether you heard um, Sean O'Harrigan there um, waxing lyrical about the man that you are and the service that you've given to the Labour Party and indeed here locally. Um, Still lots of energy to give, though, I presume? I think so. Um, I find the work on the council most interesting, most challenging. I think I still have a lot to offer. And there's a lot of um, issues in South Kilkenny that I'd like to be involved in, you know, and many projects that we've been working hard over the last five years to bring to fruition. And many of them, I think, will come to fruition over the next five years. And I'd like to see him out. And I know, Brian, we spoke previously about the Greenway in South Kilkenny. Mm. So hopefully over the next couple of years we'll see that out and see people walking and cycling on it. And it'll be a great addition to South Kilkenny. Tomás, you are certainly considered to be a very considered politician. Um, It's going to be a very busy year in politics. We've got a referendum coming up. We've got local elections. Um, We're not that far away from a general election as well, whenever that date might be announced. Um, What do you see as being the bigger challenges at the moment within the wider political landscape? We've got a lot of moving ships at the moment. UK is a bit all over the place. We've got an American general election as well. We've got the announcement last night that we're going to finally have um, a working assembly back in Northern Ireland. It's going to be quite a turbulent year in politics. 
turbulent, perhaps uh, you would hope that it'll be more interesting. But you're you're right. There's a lot of the we say the tectonic plates of politics are changing, and the the effects we say the interdependence of the political system, not only locally but nationally but internationally, is something that we all need to pay attention to, and it is. I think people are beginning to fully appreciate how small the world has become in terms of political changes because things that are happening in, say, for instance, the Middle East would affect America. Uh, things that are happening in Ukraine affect Ireland. Uh, things that are happening in Europe are affecting the relationships between the United States and China and this, Russia. So there's a lot going on. But I think for the people in say Ireland at the present time we've a lot to take in between the referenda in March the local elections that Sean has re- and Andrea have referred to in, ju- in June and then at some stage either later this year perhaps or at the very latest early next year uh, you'll have the general election so there's a much to engage us all over uh, the next 12 months. Andrea, you heard Tomás there talking about um, the interconnectivity of global politics. And obviously, it's a very, very big year from a local perspective. Mm-hmm. Is it difficult sometimes to get the focus down to those issues that matter on the ground around Kilkenny? Yeah, well, I think, you know, the, you have to start locally if you want to affect change nationally as well. So I can certainly contribute um, the issues that I see it as from my experiences of growing up in Kilkenny and, and as I work in Kilkenny, as I park in Kilkenny, all the things that happen if you're shopping, um, the high street, that kind of a thing. But when you're out talking to people, whether you're doing the soft canvas on the sideline or you're going about your daily business or with the members that I represent at the work that I do at SIP2, you know, you're, you're constantly learning of issues that, that people are experiencing throughout Kilkenny. Um, and there is a common theme, I suppose, throughout them. What what our national issues are definitely local issues as well. But you definitely have to drill down into um, uh, what people, uh, what you can achieve as a councillor, I suppose, at local uh, local level. Um, there's an awful lot of common themes, as I said, passing through both of them. But um, there's motions that you can bring at council level, I suppose, to try and stir up the pot, if you like, to bring it to a national uh, level. Um, Sean, uh, we've talked uh, many times in the past and I mean, one of the things that we've talked about is the, the difficulty of actually getting people to stand in local elections. It's, it's a big, big challenge. Um, I've heard anecdotally you know, many parties struggling to get councillors or people to, to potentially stand for election as councillors. Um, Labour generally, traditionally, has been very, very strong up around Callan and Thomastown. Um, is there anybody going to stand in the Castlecomer or Callan areas, do you think, this year from a Labour perspective? We will leave no stone unturned to make sure that we have a candidate in every single area, and that's our hope. Um, and, you know, we've been working, that, that wearing my chair of the constituency hat now, it's very important for us that we have representation in all of the areas, insofar as we can manage it. But you're right, every party is, is talking about the difficulty of it. Some of it is down to the kind of hostile atmosphere that they can be in social media. Sometimes you get it directly on the streets. But I suppose for many of us, we've been around a long time and maybe our necks are a little bit thicker and you're able to, you know, you're able to roll with it and you're able to see uh, people who uh, are genuinely concerned about an issue, which they're very entitled to be. 
or people who are just simply having a go and, you know, and be able to move on and agree to disagree with those people. But I mean, I'd have to say I enjoy canvassing. I absolutely love being out on the doorsteps, meeting people. Uh, chatting with them about what are the issues that are important in their own house, in their own family. It's a very unique privilege. Sometimes you even get past the door and you get a cup of tea. That's a really unique privilege to be invited into somebody's house and to listen to the issues that are important to them. And then there are community issues that affect clubs, that affect, you know, the the, the, the pothole in the local road that affect people. And then there's everything from that to people who do want to talk about the international issues. And I suppose, you know, you'd have to say some of the international issues are tied into issues we have here. So when we're talking about the difficult issues like migration and all those issues, what's happening in Syria, what's happening in the Ukraine, what's happening in other countries not too far away from us are having a direct impact on issues in our lives. But, you know, I think in the overall, I think Irish people are still actually still like their politics. People still tune in and listen to programmes like yours. They tune in and listen to the major national programmes and they like having the banter and having a crack about politics and watching what's going on. For most of the people observing, it's a bit of a blood sport uh, and they they see that element of it. Mm. But it's also very important, you know, the most important level of politics, as far as I've always been concerned, is the person that's closest to you, the, the, the local councillor that you meet on the street every day and that you can interact with and then you can engage with them. And our job is to listen to what we hear on the street and to bring that forward and try and make policy out of it at the end of the Tomas, day. Tomás, you've been um, going through this process for some 20 odd years now at this stage. Uh, you know, we heard Sean mention the challenges posi- presented by things like social media. Um, Has the actual challenge of being a councillor changed a huge amount in your time? And what would you say to young people to maybe encourage them to go down or consider going down that route? The the first thing I'd say is, and it's obvious from what Andrea and Sean have said, the importance of local politics. Um, And we'd say what's awful important that people realize is that there are many issues in which as members of Kilkenny County Council the councillors take responsibility for decisions that are have to be made for the better for the common good of the people of County Kilkenny and it's often important that people who have care for the lives of people locally that those are the people that are involved in the council what I'd also say, the work is challenging, it is interesting, it is varied, and I know from my own point of view that over the past 20 years, I'd like to think that I have contributed to the well-being of people in South Kilkenny in the first instance, but in the county as a whole over that time. And it's something, as I said earlier, that I'd like to continue, but it's up to the people of South Kilkenny in the first instance as to the, my continuance on the council. But it's something that, as Sean said, like going out campaigning, meeting people, uh, it's like a long interview, Ryan, and we'd say it's people do engage in the process and they're very interested and uh, I'm looking forward to the campaign when it starts. Well, as you said, it is a very, very long interview, Tomas, and uh, we will have plenty of time, I'm sure, over the weeks, days and months ahead to, to to conduct that interview process here on the KCLR Daily. But today it's all about talking about the fact that uh, the Labour Party have announced those candidates. And just finally on that theme, Andrea, um, 
the only woman sitting in, in amongst two other male politicians and a male interviewer. Um, how important are, is it that we get good, balanced, strong female representation within local government? Look, it's, it's, it's a real challenge and it's really important. Um, you know, females make up 50% of the demographic. I think it's actually tipping to 51 or thereabouts, just over the mark. And to say that we don't have an elected female representative in the city in Kilkenny now, Maria Dollard is sitting there after being co-opted in by Malcolm Noonan, um, you know, and she's doing a great job there, but she hasn't been elected to the city. There hasn't been a female elected in the, in the last um, uh, local election, um, which is really disappointing mm. because you need to have a considered uh, kind of approach that it is reflective of society um, and I suppose you know I didn't realise I was the only woman sitting here I suppose often I am the only woman sitting in a room so I don't really realise it until I leave the room so, but thanks for pointing that out to me <laughs> and thanks for bringing the issue up because I suppose it needs to be highlighted and certainly I think there's more value to be gained by having a county council that's reflective of our society. Yeah, yeah, well said. Um, for now, we'll leave it there. Sean O'Harrigan, Andrea Clear, and joining us on the phone this morning, Tomas Brannock, Labour candidate, uh, announced um, yesterday evening. It's the Casey Lord Daily. We'll be back with the uh, first opportunity to ask you a question, to test your financial knowledge, and hopefully to give you a chance of winning 50 euros. Um, nice way to start off a Tuesday morning. The KCL or Daily with Brian Redmond on air, online and on smart speaker. With thanks to the Fairgreen Shopping Centre gift card, the perfect gift for all occasions. See fairgreen.ie.